Crowpod contains language and themes which may not be suitable for anyone, but what is suitable for everybody is the great stuff from our friends at The Famous, iconic wear for bears. Go check out thefamousheadwear.co.uk. Great stuff over there. And if you want to win some stuff from them, scroll down, hit the Buy Me a Coffee link in the show notes on this episode that you're listening to right now. We give away stuff from them every single month here on The Crowpod. So check them out, thefamousheadwear.co.uk. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's secondhand news here on the Crowpod for Monday, the 26th of September. And boy, were we handed a fun one on Sunday here. Uh, of course, it, we, we spent a lot of time lately talking about the uh, proposed SPFL television contract. And of course, when we say proposed, we mean, uh, well, the, the, all the Diddy clubs have already agreed to this and are somehow trying to find a way to railroad it through uh, if they can't get Livingston on board. As me and David and Peter discussed on the Crow Pod on Friday, they will find a way to rewrite the rules. Thankfully, U.S.-based, uh, well, formerly U.S.-based, currently U.S.-based, I don't even know where, what Dave Cormack's status is anymore, but uh, Dave Cormack, the brilliant chairman of Aberdeen, that well-run beacon of what a football club should be up there, decided to write... Uh, what, what do you call it? A, a perspective, the SPFL broadcasting deal on the Aberdeen website. Uh, I, I, he thought that this would be really smart and I mean, that, that kind of indicative of the kind of people that we're dealing with when it comes to this new television contract. He starts off by saying much has been written and said about the potential new deal between the SPFL and Sky. Let's, let's, let's get one clear fact out, out of the way here. Uh, there is still two and a half years to go on the current contract between the SPFL and Sky. So that's, uh, you know, seems like we're kind of rushing it there, Dave. That's that's one, of the, that's one of the things written and said over and over and over again about this contract. But uh, he goes, our game has some real challenges that we must address, but the almost unilateral criticism of this potential Sky deal, as soon as it was leaked, devoid of all the facts in any context, that doesn't help. To be clear, the deal was leaked by other SPFL chairmen, ownerships, that kind of thing. Uh, well, I mean, the, the initial leak came out of Hearts. We know right where it came from because uh, our old buddy there, Ewan Murray, was the one writing it. It might as well have been in Ann Budge's voice when it came. Uh, devoid of all the facts and context is not true at all. I mean, it's context that he doesn't like and facts that he willfully misrepresents throughout this, this piece that we'll get to here. Uh, but no, I, I, I think, I think the context that's been provided around it, well, whether by us, uh, you know, me, me and David have done a, a couple shows on this now, um, has been fairly accurate. It's not devoid of context. We've provided context because, well, what what the SPFL did 
Dave Cormack among him uh, with their what was it their innovation and strategy group that they that they decided on uh, was basically just I don't know sell a, a tissue of lies over how they went about uh, approaching Sky or how they went about constructing the idea for for this contract um, because again it, it was it was him. Uh, Dundee, Dundee United, Hearts and Hibs, for uh, two years, apparently, went about figuring how to build this deal, which, again, as we will keep repeating over and over, is worth less than the current Sky television contract with the SPFL is. It's worth less per match than the current deal. And, and now, today, we, we have a lot, a lot of detail and context about how much worse, how much less, but... Um, no, it, it, it was these clubs that went about doing this work without the input of, again, the two largest media partners, because I'm, I'm sure, well, I would hope on our case, we just, <laughs> okay, you guys go ahead and waste your time on this instead of, uh, you know, maybe worrying about not getting humped, uh, in Hibbs' case, say, 7-0 in Europe away. Then, of course, uh, we, we got the news, well, from these clubs, because, again, they were the ones providing the information, uh, even though it's, we're, we're devoid of facts and context. That it was these people dev- that were, were providing the facts and context. These clubs, these five clubs, went out and uh, contracted with Deloitte's, which I'm sure was very cheap. Deloitte's famous for doing their consulting work. For uh, the you know, next to nothing, especially for charity cases like like these SPFL clubs, but uh, Cormac calls it uh, they've spent two years investing significant time, energy, and money to deliver a clear commercial vision and strategy that was well received by SPFL member clubs. Now, I mean, I, we haven't really heard too much from Stuart Robertson on this Cormac name drops him because they, they formed this uh, innovation and strategy group, which uh, included him. Uh, of course, Robertson, uh, Cormac, Ron Gordon, Michael Nicholson, and Andrew McKinley. And Cormac says, you know, in a few months, we've made some decent progress leading to the SPFL board and then turn the executive and green to de- develop and deliver a plan, including a set of key initiatives. Uh, the, this is one of the funny ones. To achieve the league's aspiration of 50 million pounds per year of distributable income to member clubs. Part of that plan, again, per per Dave Cormack here, is to uh, horribly undersell the the SPFL television contract. For for those who haven't been keeping track, Sky, uh, well, Sky buys a, a number of matches that it can broadcast per year. For the last two seasons, Sky has not broadcast every match that it could. Now, granted, you know, during our 55 season, the league and therefore the product was essentially dead by, well, you know, Boxing Day. So you can understand that that maybe, you know, if you're sitting there as a Sky executive looking at trying to sell a product to a larger base on the back end of that season, there wasn't really much of anything to sell. But uh, they did it again last year, not broadcasting all the matches that were available to them, which which appears to be a trend. And, and if you're looking at growing, growing your product, as as apparently Cormac here wants to do, you you would think having your product on on television screens 
would be a, a critical part of that. Uh, because again, not, not only does the Sky Deal impact broadcasting in the UK, but it's tied to the international broadcasting. Basically, if Sky isn't broadcasting something, it's probably not on television anywhere else either. That's that's kind of how this one works. Because without without their cameras and equipment and everything for for other uh, for other companies and other broadcast partners to ape, they they there's nothing there for them to do. Cormac brilliantly answers this <laughs> to, um, well, basically say that we just shouldn't sell our product. Is I mean that that's the crux of, of everything. Yeah, let, let me uh, let me quote. Uh, let's just go through three paragraphs here this quick before we we provide context and facts to Dave Cormac's uh, just just mountain of bullshit that he pumped out here. He says, uh, that this begs the question, would SPFL Premiership Clubs be willing to provide every home game live in order to get the total value of any broadcasting deal much, much higher? The simple answer is no. Most clubs don't have the appetite to provide anything like 19 home league games live on television. Why? Because of a cannibalized season ticket sales, gate income, hospitality, and retail sales, never mind dramatically impacting on the atmosphere of our games. Even here's here's this this part's great, right? Just just listen to what he's saying here. Even if we wanted to sell every SPFL Premiership game live to television, there is no broadcaster out there. Given that we are in the UK and compete with the EPL and EFL, with any interest in taking more than sixty to eighty games per season live from the SPFL, that would be willing to pay enough to outweigh the erosion of other income streams. To balance that. Sky gets to broadcast SPFL games in England, so you would expect the SPFL to get a fair uplift over those other countries. We're talking about uh, these other similar countries that that we've highlighted before. He says, and and this is again, you know, he he got he got a little too big for his boots here, Dave Cormack. We're getting more than double the value per game than Holland. Is that the right number? Oh boy, uh oh. Dave, he uh, he finished this piece off with with, with a little graph where the the axes don't actually align. I'm I'm still not sure what he was trying to get to here, other than he he made this thing to show uh, well well how much you know the the deal would be currently well how much the deal is currently for 48 matches right because again the, let's not forget the whole the whole crux of this was Sky was going to pick up 60. There's 228 matches available. Well, Sky was going to go to 60. Currently getting twenty five million pounds per year for forty eight matches. Uh, the 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 new deal would would bump skies again. Their available uh, matches to broadcast would become sixty, even though they haven't broadcast all forty eight matches available to them now over the past two seasons. We're going to give them twelve more uh, for thirty million pounds, which again would lower the broadcast value, the, the rights value per match based on what Sky could possibly broadcast, right? Well, let's not forget, this does not cover all of the league matches because, according to Dave Cormack, our product is so shit, nobody wants to show it all. Uh, and, and then there's other riders attached, which could take it all the way to 38 million pounds per season for 80 matches. Now, Cormack shows this in a broadcast rights graph. If you haven't seen it, it's on my Twitter. It's on the Aberdeen website. I don't recommend going there too often, but uh, it shows a broadcast rights value per game 
of around 500,000 pounds for all three of the Scotland uh, options here. These ones that Dave Cormack is trying to sell us with facts and context now. And then he goes on to show, well, again, a bunch of countries that, that we've talked about here before. Belgium, the Netherlands, Denmark, Sweden. And then he threw Norway in there at the end. Because Norway is the only one that's, uh, well, c- comparable to our product. And again, I, I'm not quite sure the tip league or, or whatever the hell it's called now um, has, say, you know, two massive global icons, quite like the SPFL does in it. Um, four of the most sellable, most watched matches in world football. I, I, I'm not sure that Norway has that. But the thing, <laughs> the thing he's trying to, to show here, uh, again, he's trying to show value per game based on these 48, 60, or 80 match numbers that Sky could, again, could broadcast. Not has to broadcast, could broadcast. And all these other leagues, of course, sell all their matches in a broadcast deal, right? And they're open and forward about that. So Belgium... For 446 matches sold, he, he shows a broadcast rights value per game figure of around 200,000 pounds. Of course, Belgium gets 93 million pounds per year for its broadcast rights. Again, with Holland, he shows for 312 matches, a broadcast rights value per game around 200,000 pounds. Holland receives 72 million pounds per year for its domestic broadcast rights. No, no clues for how the rest of this goes. Denmark, again, right around 200,000 pounds per match. But Denmark receives 56 million pounds for its domestic broadcast rights. Sweden, similarly structured deal. We've talked about this one. Used it to, to analyze and provide context to how bad this deal would be on the crow pod here before. Sweden, uh, is it's tied to both of its top two tiers. Uh, just like the SPFL contract currently is. But for the top flight, 240 matches, right? Value per game, again, right around 200,000 pounds. 48 million pounds per season for its domestic football product. I think that number is actually higher than the number I had uh, here before, which which was around 43. So again, Cormac is using this to say... Uh, Look, look, look at how much more per game we're getting than all these leagues because Sky is only having to show 48 or 60 or 80 of these matches, which, again, Sky does not do. Sky has not fulfilled all 48 matches available to it for at least two seasons on the trot now, which means that your product is not being sold. The problem, Dave Cormack again, let's, let's go back to this, this opening sentence here. Our game has some real challenges that we must address but the almost unilateral criticism of this potential Sky deal as soon as it was leaked, devoid of all the facts in any context, doesn't help. Dave, I, I would 100% agree that discussing this devoid of all the facts in any context doesn't help. And that's why when we come back here after the break, we're going to look at a lot of the facts and context around this deal that you avoided. Hard to 
Back here for secondhand news on the Crow Pod, Monday, the 26th of September. Uh, as always, please scroll down and hit the Buy Me a Coffee link there in the show notes if you like everything we do here on the Crow. And uh, give us a hand. Help us pay for microphones and shit like that. And you might win some stuff from the famous because we are giving away some stuff from the famous here at the end of this week. It's it's the end of September and we got to. We gotta clear out that inventory. So, so all you gotta do, you scroll down, hit the buy me a coffee link, you can help us out for as little as three bucks. You get your name in the hat for some awesome stuff from our friends over there. Uh, if you wanna go check out everything they got, of course, you go to famousheadwear.co.uk. So, facts and context: Dave Cormack. Dave Cormack, uh, of course, took to Twitter after this uh, perspective of his came out to, to defend it. It's always a good idea. I, I I always think a club chairman his best bet after releasing a, a, a statement piece like this on, on his own club website should definitely take to Twitter to defend it against fans of, well, either his own club or other clubs. But uh, Corbett here, <laughs> in quote tweeting his awesome, awesome perspective, it's a key point, Malmo slash Sweden and Rangers slash SPFL TV income is not a fair comparison. Okay. Proposed sky deal of 80 games plus 60 pay-per-view. Now, don't forget, five per club. Teams will get back five of these pay-per-view games per club uh, as, part, as part of this deal. Provides up to 140 out of 228 games live. No broadcaster wants 228 live games or is willing to pay the value to offset game day income. Testing pay-per-view effect is fair. I want to tackle this game day income uh, nonsense here quickly. J- just, again, with context that I understand quite well. Uh, fam- famously, the Chicago Blackhawks for years, under owner uh, Bill Wirtz, of course, inherited team from his dad, Arthur Wirtz, they, they refused to broadcast the home matches for-, for a lot of the same reasons that Cormac lists here, although I, I do find it utterly laughable, SPFL chairman talking about cannibalizing season ticket sales, but... No, I mean all the all the same, uh, you know, match day revenue and and all this other shit. That basically people won't come to watch live sport if they can watch it at home. Bill Wirtz held this line until the day he died, and his son Rocky took over. So we're on the third generation of Wirtzes here, and they're 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 they're, they're quite good uh, liquor salesmen. Good good at that stuff on the side, but uh, well, one of the first things Rocky did was was put the Blackhawks on television. And uh, would you believe it, that within eight years, they won three Stanley Cups and more than trebled the value of the franchise. Man, it's it's crazy what putting your product on TV can do. The other thing Cormac says here now, he's, he, he's the first one to bring up 228 games, uh, which was may, maybe, maybe poor on his part. We're going to see why here in a second. But uh, he talks about testing pay-per-view as fair. Now, SPFL clubs have had pay-per-view. Obviously, they had during the COVID season. They all had last year, right? That that was an option to every single club last year. Um, He says, (laughs) just just to further shit on the product, Dave Cormack's really, really good at doing this now, if you haven't caught on. Uh, a man asked him here again on Twitter because Dave Cormack took this idea on Twitter. Always a very good idea that very smart people do. This guy asked him, you can be the broadcaster via club or centralized SPFL TV pay-per-view. Why is this so difficult to grasp? Why indeed? Very good question. Dave Cormack says it's not difficult to grasp. The economics don't work. 
The five pay-per-view games per team is worth testing to see what that does. Dave Cormack, again, is talking about the proposed contract which would run through until the end of 2030, the end of the 2029-2030 season. They want eight years, apparently, to test a product, pay-per-view per match, that we have currently in place. Eight years to trial run this idea. They're going to lock us into that for eight years. Part of the part of the sell that the SPFL clubs that have leaked themselves, Dave Cormack among them, uh, is the volatility in, in television broadcast rights right now for, for sports markets, right? Which, you know, you think with Cormack being over here in the U.S. as often as he was, you know, is... He would notice that, uh, well, actually, television broadcast rights in sports continue to increase. Every single time somebody talks about a plateau or even a dip in broadcasting rights for sports, they keep going up. As I point out on a a show with with David there recently, the Big Ten College Football Conference was able to sign a $1 billion television contract (laughs) over the coming 10 years. And I want to say it was about a 28% increase on their current television deal. See, so that they they went into signing a long-term deal to get more money. Dave Cormack wants to, to get us into a long-term deal for less money and also to test run a product for eight years because of the, the, the volatility in how uh, sports broadcast rights are sold or distributed or whatever bullshit it is. I'm sure in eight years we'll all be watching Sports on our televisions the exact same way that we are right now. It's not like it's a evolving system. And and definitely not something where a la carte packages are, are going at a premium these days. You know, the, this whole idea of pay-per-view. I mean, this is got to be the dumbest thing in the world. Holy shit. Who could imagine paying to watch what you want to watch on television? Dave Cormack doesn't even want to have that option. And again, going back, he's talking about up to 140 or 228 games live. No one wants all 228 games. Sadly for Dave Cormack, there are people out here who deal with facts and context. One of them being former STV journalist, former Motherwell media guy, Grant Russell. Generally a nice guy on Twitter. Hi, Grant, if you still listen. Grant decided to pop out of the Twitter thread there in response to this shit because Dave Cormack could not stop himself. Starting off. The reality is that Sweden has sold all 240 top league games to live television. The SPFL currently sells only 48. Again, these are Dave Cormack's words in his perspective. Post on the Aberdeen website. Russell says, I can't believe I'm reading this from a club chairman. The SPFL sells away the rights to all 228 games, of which 48 are broadcast. That's the fact. Uh, Cormack Cormack said we, we were devoid of facts and context. And that we weren't selling all 228 matches like all the other leagues do. All these other, all these other dumbass leagues sell all their games. We're we're gonna sell it to where Sky only has to broadcast a certain number, and 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 even if they don't broadcast that number, you know who really cares? Dave Cormack not providing facts. God. Russell goes on, of course, with, with the graph that chart that I talked about there, which is just utterly fucking ridiculous. Grant Russell says the value per game chart is a complete and utter distortion of facts. It can only potentially be valid if clubs are handed back the rights to all non-broadcast games to do as they see fit. 
He, uh, again, quotes Cormac here. Even if we wanted to sell every SPFL premiership game live to television, there is no broadcaster out there. Russell points it out right here. This is it. He says, except there is the clubs through their already existing pay-per-view platform infrastructure. Clubs ran pay-per-view all through 2021-22 while grounds were fully operational. Where is the evidence? Again, facts and context, Dave Cormack. Grant Russell, where is the evidence that had an impact on what's mentioned? Russell goes on to continue here. This is from our innovation and strategy group. This is what they're coming out with. Twisted sums, gross assumptions, and no innovation or strategy in sight. Start panicking. Russell says that also the, the solution staring them in the face. Take the sky deal on the basis. It's only for rights to games shown. What's behind the inability to structure it this way? And uh, he, he went on to go ahead, you know, because apparently Grant Russell, unlike Dave Cormack, can uh, use a calculator. Yeah, I mean, we, we use a calculator, but we didn't have all the facts and context the way Grant Russell, former Motherwell media guy, does. Uh, he says the actual value per game of rights sold. Now, and I, I want to go back here. Dave Cormack, I'm going to keep reiterating this because it was his point. We don't have all the facts and context of, of how this deal is being structured. Dave Cormack told us the value per game in his little chart that makes no goddamn sense at all is 520,833 pounds. It would not shock you that that is not the case. Again, Grant Russell, who knows this stuff because he helped do this stuff. The actual value per game on rights sold is 109,649 pounds, not 520,833 as claimed. Half the amount of Belgium, Denmark, Holland, and Sweden, not more than double. The rights to all 228 premiership matches are exclusively sold away, not 48. Don't be fooled. So Dave Cormack, in his plea to supporters just to listen, because there was this unilateral criticism of the potential Sky deal that had been leaked. Leaked, my God, leaked. Again, by other SPFL owners, including some who, who were in this group with Cormac that uh, went out, spent money, again, on Deloitte's, not cheap, to come up with this whole innovation and strategy group, which, again, as Grant Russell points out, has no innovation or strategy. In fact, it's a rather backwards-looking plan. It's kind of a, oh, I don't know. Let's see, when was this contract signed? I'd call it like a 2017 model, 2018 model that we're trying to use apparently in a 2030 world because we feel the need to sign on to a uh, an extension two and a half years before the current Sky contract runs out. But again, Dave Cormack said, we were analyzing and criticizing this deal without facts and context. Dave Cormack, in his piece, provided none of those. In fact, Dave Cormack provided more lies to supporters, which is how this deal has been sold. It is how everything that the SPFL ever does is sold. It is a consistent, I mean, overriding theme. But, you know, again, go, go back to his comments on the pay-per-view services. Five pay-per-view games per team is worth testing. Again, you're talking about testing something until 2030. Beyond that, you're ignoring 
all the effective pay-per-view services in place across world football that already work, including the ones that the SPFL already has. If pay-per-view doesn't work, why are you testing it? None of this makes sense. It's, It's every decision, it's every decision undertaken by Scottish football and the people in charge of it that they've already made up their mind on what they're going to do, and all this is performative bullshit so that they can come out and tell their consumers who they hate. I mean, they fucking hate all of us. They can come out and tell the consumers that, 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 hey, look, 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 you know, in, in interviews in 2025 or 2028 or 2029 when this contract is still in place that they're in such a hurry to rush through. So they can come back then and say, look, we, we came out, we, we discussed this stuff with you. Well, look at this thing that I posted on the Aberdeen website. And then I got on Twitter and talked to you. Come on. You, you can't say I didn't talk to you. You, you know, and Cormac's, Cormac's old selling point here, he just came out and said, look, pe- people don't want to broadcast all of our matches because of shit clubs like the one I run. That's 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 what he said. Trying to sell football supporters on why, the new, why this new Sky deal is necessary 30 months in advance of the end of of the current one. Again, we've over and over, we can't bang this drum enough. The only feasible growth option, the one that makes sense, the one that Spain figured out years ago and still works, other teams win the league in Spain. Other teams win European trophies in Spain. Is to let the two big dogs go out and sell their broadcast rights, and then share that with the rest of the clubs. Fine, Dave Cormack, maybe people don't want to watch your side play Dundee United. Maybe that is the case. But there are two massively saleable products in your league structure. Two that all these other countries, with the possible exception of Holland, I would say, don't have, and they still make more money than us. The, the, the only feasible long-term growth option is to allow those two clubs to dictate and go out and sell broadcast rights. Now, again, I, may, that might not work with the way that they're built right now because they're more than happy to go along with this kind of shit. In fact, they're one of the ones behind it, driving it. But then people like Dave Cormack and Rod Petrie, they would have to actually acknowledge that nobody gives a fuck about the other 40 clubs in this league, including them, by the way, because if they did, they would let that happen because they would be able to make more money. But the only thing that people like Cormac and Petrie care about is sticking it to fucking Rangers. That's it. There's no other rhyme or reason for any of this. None of this makes sense. Grant Russell, for fuck's sake, worked at Motherwell. Right? If he can see through this shit, because, again, Grant worked in media. If he can see through this and put it out there to people like that, in a way that Dave Cormack is unwilling to, my God. I mean, if this is if this is strategy and innovation, then again, I mean, it, we're still talking about SPFL stuck over a decade ago. We might as well be talking about a fucking Satanta deal right now. Coming up this week on The Crow, we've got uh, more Watergate 50. David's finally back healthy. Gary Havlin is still recovering, but we will have 
Again, the, the Rangers from Sea to Shining Sea episode about Winnipeg in 1954 here fairly soon. We will have another big show. Me and Colin will likely get back for another Crow Pie Explains America. Me and David are looking to do another classic rock show. I mean, we got a bunch of stuff. There's always stuff. But at the end of the week, we will be giving some stuff away from the famous. If you want to help out the show and you want to get your name in the hat to win some stuff, all you got to do is you scroll down and you hit the Buy Me a Coffee link there in our page, or you go to support.thecopelandroad.org. Just type that into your little web browser wherever you're at on your mobile phone, or if you're like me and still use laptops for 90% of your work, that will take you right on over to that. So, except for, for even three bucks, gets your name in the hat, helps us out, might win some stuff. Fucking win, 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 win. It's, it's actually a good deal, unlike the SPFL television contracts. Dave Cormack could take some lessons from the Crow Pod. How about that? But that'll do it. Thank you guys for listening again. We'll talk to you all soon. Some people call me the Space Cowboy. Yeah. You can't be fucking serious at all.